Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. Let's first go back to this great Mike Adams article uh, that came out in July of last year, and it links right to the New England Medical Journal that hides it deep in the study that's an 82% of pregnant women who got vaccinated for COVID during the first and second trimesters suffered miscarriages. And it's still a very, very large amount as well. You can read uh, in, in the third trimester as well. That's also in the uh, double digits. Here's one of the studies. Preliminary findings of mRNA COVID-19 vaccine safety in pregnant women. Miscarriage stillbirth rates exploding worldwide as depopulation continues unabated. You can see the graph there um, from the federal government's own numbers, similar numbers around the world. Exposure to COVID vaccine spike proteins renders women infertile. Nurse whistleblower fetal deaths have skyrocketed since pregnant women started using and being forced to get COVID-19 shots. Australia sees 63% drop in births after introduction of COVID vaccines. What will be the government's excuse will be? Hospital president. COVID-19 vaccines causing miscarriages is a complete myth, plain and simple. I'm very happy to report that among the tens of thousands of women who have been closely studied after they chose to get the COVID-19 vaccines, the data is clear. These vaccines are safe. The often mentioned but completely unsubstantiated concerns about COVID-19 vaccines causing either miscarriages or other problems with their pregnancy or causing problems getting pregnant is a complete myth, plain and simple. Where's the study? The tens of thousands of women. Where is it? They admit it's all lies. Pfizer fake reports as well. This guy is a lying scumbag. So he doesn't give any facts, doesn't give any statistics, doesn't give any numbers. He just says we have thousands of women and none of them had a problem. No, no, no. Just no, there's nobody's, nobody's dying. No children are dying. I've been actively miscarrying since the 8th. I have gone to a doctor and this is my second visit to the ER. If you're wondering why women's rights matter, this is my life. Nobody actually is coming down. They're always going to send me home. These are the folks that tell you the two men can have a baby. It's all upside down world. You know, they use DNA to prove somebody committed a murder 30 years ago. and That's all scientific, but... Now the science guy, Bill Nye's new shows, tell kids that there are no X and Y chromosomes. They're murdering the truth. They're murdering science. And he sits up there and says, out of tens of thousands of women, nobody's had a miscarriage. Nobody's had a sick baby. That's a damn lie. I see a vast number of patients a year. Uh, I don't know of any other maternal fetal medicine physician in this country that sees as many patients as I do by ultrasound. At one point in time this year, I was on track to see 9,000, 9,000 high-risk OB ultrasounds. So I, I know what's going on, and I've seen death and destruction like I've never seen before. The stillbirth rate is measured in terms of live births per thousand, and really it's come down in my career from about 10 to about almost... 5.8 or 6. Now let's go to 2021 and look at the stillbirth rate for Michelle's. This is horrifying. But if you take this death figure and you look at that rate at 29.3, that's sigma that you're looking at is 40 plus sigma. 
standard deviation. Let that sink in. And what I've seen in my clinical practice has been a substantial, massive increase, unprecedented, in menstrual abnormalities prior to pregnancy, a substantial increase in infertility, a substantial increase in miscarriage, fetal death, and fetal malformation. Um, we published many studies this year, uh, over the last two years. Uh, our latest study, which we've used from VAERS and CDC uh, data, and we compared the COVID-19 vaccines uh, over the last 15, 18 months with those of the influenza vaccine in pregnancy. And what we've seen is catastrophic. What did Alexander Seltzenitsyn say about this? He goes, we know they are lying. They know they are lying. They know we know they are lying. We know they know we know they are lying, but they are still. You're tuned in to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to The American Journal. I am your host, Harrison Smith. So glad to be here with you this morning. We got a lot of stuff to talk about today. Just a... uh, Like every day. Like every day. There's just an infinite amount of nonsense to get through today. And uh, we'll get right into it. We'll be taking your calls throughout the show today as well. Do we have a guest today? Is Alex on today? I believe we're going to have Alex Stringer in studio, if I'm not mistaken. I believe that's today. He's a uh, activist here in Austin that makes some very funny videos. And we'll talk about how uh, Tariq Nasheed is targeting him and attacking him and uh, just what you can do to... Uh, take the the passion that you may have for humanity and turn it into, if nothing else, at least some entertaining content for your uh, fellow humanitarians out there doing what we can to resist the technocratic, unhuman onslaught that we're all facing. So very big show today. Very glad that you're with us. Remember to go to InfoWarsStore.com to support everything that we do here. Let's just get right into it. Here it is, your Daily Dispatch. All right, here it is, folks, your Daily Dispatch for Wednesday, the 28th of December, 2022. This broke yesterday during the war room. SCOTUS rules Title 42 must stay in place. The United States Supreme Court on Tuesday ruled the Title 42 border restrictions can remain in place until a February court challenge can be heard. The Trump-era COVID deportation policy allows the government to deport illegal immigrants crossing U.S. borders without allowing them to seek asylum. So thank goodness. Thank goodness we can use this obscure, nonsensical COVID pandemic rule to get permission to just police our own border. Amazing the workarounds that you have to do to just enforce what is already the law. (laughs) Just baffling to me. Again, this is a good thing, I guess. Ostensibly, there will be slightly less people coming in, right? This is like your house is flooding because there's an open faucet and Title 42 just – Makes it a little bit more closed. Just shut the, you don't shut the flow off. The water's still flowing. It's just flowing at a slightly less rapid rate. And you're only allowed to do this by claiming it's about COVID. 
for some reason. For some reason, we have to pretend this is about COVID to just stop our country being actively invaded by millions of foreigners. Okay, good. Good. Fantastic. Great. We'll do it because of COVID then. Whatever. Uh, Jer- uh, Jeremy Bell says, thank God Trump won in 2016 and we have the majority of the court. Four communist justices voted in favor of our country being invaded. It's actually a fair point by Gorsuch, but additionally, the United States shouldn't need new laws and rules to deal with illegal immigration as the Constitution already addresses the issue and those who enter the country illegally should be deported as they are lawbreakers. (laughs) It really is as simple as that. (laughs) This article by uh, Kellen McBreen on Infowars.com. Uh, that that whole paragraph really just ex- explains it all. The United States shouldn't need new laws <laughs> to deal with illegal immigration. It's it's already illegal. So there's that. It's like we were talking about yesterday in the war room. Uh, there's a statement from Libs of TikTok about Florida going after drag queen story time strip shows being performed for children and they're just like it is already illegal to perform lascivious acts in front of children so we will be investigating this it's like we don't need to have a debate about drag queens or transgenderism just like are you perverting children well that's against the law you're going to jail now oh, but i'm a man that dresses up like a woman okay get in the cell please <laughs> doesn't matter we don't care it's already illegal we don't need new laws we just need to enforce the laws that we already have 90 percent of our problems poof gone away they're just this just a choice just a choice we're making or not making meanwhile another headline i covered one yesterday that was about your robot vacuum spying on you where i said you know sometimes you go to Infowars. there's these headlines you think there's no way there's no way there's no way this headline is just what it appears to be We have another one. NYC mayor declares Big Brother is protecting you. Once again, you would think there – I mean there's got to be – he was being sarcastic. He was talking about a – it's got to be taken out of context, right? There's no way the mayor of New York City would would actually say that. But then you read the story. New York City Mayor Eric Adams responded to criticism over the increasing use of facial recognition technology by saying, Big Brother is protecting you. Adams made the comment in response to elected officials who expressed concern that using such technology could lead to an all-pervasive surveillance state. Oh, it could lead to one of those, right? (laughs) Okay. It's like standing in a house that is just thoroughly on fire being like, yeah, I don't know if we should leave the dish towels on the stove like that. There might be a fire. (laughs) Everything is turning into ash around them. Yeah, it's too late for that already, but I'm sorry. Let's continue with this story. Let me get to the actual – oh, where's the actual quote? All right, we got to find the actual uh, quote here. I think we're missing missing a page, but essentially he he came out and said, you know, people are saying – This is like 1984, you know, Big Brother is watching you. Big Brother's not watching you. Big Brother is protecting you. It's like, no, that's the same thing, sir. Actually, sir, that's the same thing that you just said. It's no different. It's actually kind of creepier the way you put it. It's like (laughs) Big Brother's not just watching you. He's watching you to make sure you don't break the rules. Oh, okay. Civil liberties advocates have warned that making facial recognition technology ubiquitous could lead to a minority report-style society uh, where everyone, whether they have a criminal record or not, is tracked everywhere they go. See, Democrats don't seem to care about this because you know you can't just you can't just present them 
concepts like ubiquitous face recognition, AI surveillance, pre-crime technology is a horrendous violation of our most basic human and constitutional rights. They don't care. They don't care if you put it that way. What you need to say is this could uh, inadequately or or rather um, unfairly, inequitably target minority populations. They'll be on this like white on rice. I mean they will – is that racist? Oh God, white on rice. I, I can't tell if I'm insulting white people or Asian people, but I should just avoid that saying forever. Um, but yeah, it, they don't care. They don't care that there's a technocratic control grid being slowly lowered around the world population. But if you phrase it as if it's only going to you know, unfairly target minority populations, they will demand a change immediately and riot until they get it. So uh, that's the way we need to present this. Uh Again, from Infowars.com, gaping holes in deep sewers, no end in sight. Thank you. To illegal migrant crossings, a U.S.-Mexico border. I know what you're thinking. Didn't you just tell me that Title 42 is staying in place? Doesn't that mean that the border is shut? No. Weren't you paying attention? No. It just slightly moder- <laughs> It just moderates the gushing flow of foreigners pouring into our country continuously. And what is seen as a victory for Republican-led states on December 27th, U.S. courts blocked the Biden administration from rescinding COVID-era Title 42, originally conceived by ex-president Donald Trump to justify the expulsion of over 80 percent of illegal immigrants caught trying to enter the country. Illegal migrants are using everything from gaping holes in the border fence to dugouts in the sewer system to continue to cross into the U.S.-Mexico border, according to reports. Again, just the sheer numbers of this are staggering. Millions of people per year from other countries coming to, into ours without permission, being ferried here by billionaires and their you know, organizations, non-governmental organizations, as well as the UN paying for their way here and then providing them with the lawyers and the, the secret magic words they need to apply for asylum. Of course, the people on our side of the border also working with these same NGOs so they can check the boxes and say, yes, you've read off the correct statements. We can't prove otherwise because we also instructed you to throw your ID away so we can't actually identify you. So I guess we have to let you in, just circumventing the law, ruining everything for everyone and acting like they're the good people for doing it. Meanwhile, every social media firm censors for the U.S. government, this according to Elon Musk. All social media platforms work with the U.S. government to censor content, Twitter CEO Elon Musk claimed on Tuesday. Documents released by Musk following his purchase of Twitter showed that the platform colluded with the FBI, CIA, Pentagon, and other government agencies to suppress information on elections, Ukraine, and COVID-19. And folks, that's just the beginning. Seriously, I think Twitter was one of the lesser controlled I mean, do you have any idea how sophisticated the algorithms for Google have to be? It's almost like they know what is going to be dangerous to the New World Order before anybody else does. And then the algorithm changes in real time to correct that. It's a very sophisticated censorship operation. InfoWars secret weapon is finally here. It's a secret weapon for your immune system, for your stamina, for your energy, for your way of life, for your libido. And it also keeps InfoWars on the air. And I almost forgot, you save at least 50% on these products for what you'd pay for similar products or the exact same products in stores around the country. That's because we go right to the highest quality manufacturer in the nation that supplies some of the top names. They then give us the best deal out there because the owner is a listener and we're able to bring it to you with massive discounts. You're not going to find 1,000 milligram high quality CBD 
for anywhere near the price we sell it. You're not going to find it at the 10 milligram or the 20 milligram. You're not going to find turmeric at 95% humanoid at the price we're selling it. You're not going to find any of this anywhere near that. These similar formulas or the same formulas sell for up to 200% more than we're selling these. InfoWars MD, now available exclusively at InfoWarsStore.com, a true 360 win. Until about 150 years ago, cultures all over the world believed that people got sick and died in many cases in the winter because of something called vapors. They associated these poisonous vapors with cold weather. Of course, it wasn't the cold weather or catching a chill that killed people. What was killing people was a lack of vitamin D3. You see, the sun via your skin helps your body produce vitamin D3. But if you're not getting enough sun, you will not produce vitamin D3, and then it's very easy for viruses and other things to start replicating and taking your body over. So now it's more important than ever, because the winter's here, to take high-quality vitamin D3, and we have the best with our vitamin D3 gummies with calcium for better upload into your body for 50% off at InfoWarsStore.com with promo code 1776. Don't wait. Support the InfoWar and your immune system with vitamin D3 gummies at InfoWarsStore.com. Infowars.com is tomorrow's news today. You're watching The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Let's talk about education, shall we? The video that's been going around not a particularly new video, but it does, again, just highlight just how intricately intertwined into every aspect of our society things like the World Economic Forum is or things are. Completely unelected, completely self-appointed masters of the universe. They would like to think, this time taking the reins on the education system so that they don't have to deal with the pesky reality of adults with their own thoughts and own opinions having to either suppress oppress or convince those people it's so much easier when you can just program kids from the beginning to accept your dictates unquestioningly but i want to start off with a video that also has been going mildly viral as a response to the Klaus Schwab video. So the Klaus Schwab video got posted yesterday. I think it was Wall Street Silver that first posted it. We'll play that in just a second. But in response to that, people were posting other stuff about the education system, one of which is this video of Frank Zappa. must be from at least the 80s, possibly the 70s, talking about the education system. And while he's right in general, I think it's worth noting how the education system and how the desires and drives and goals and methods of the people in charge have changed over the years. We're not the same country that we were in the 70s. The globalists don't have the same goals that they had in the 70s. Maybe in a wider you know, spectrum view, they have the same goals, but the details have changed a lot. So let's first go to this clip from the 70s, clip number 12. Frank Zappa talking about what the purpose of American education was in America. Let's watch. Schools train people to be ignorant with style. They give you the equipment that you need to be a functional ignoramus. American schools do not equip you to deal with things like logic. They don't give you the criteria by which to judge between good and bad in any medium or format. 
and they prepare you to be a usable victim for a military-industrial complex that needs manpower. As long as you're just smart enough to do a job and just dumb enough to swallow what they feed you, you're going to be all right. But if you go beyond that, you're going to have these grave doubts that give you stomach problems, headaches, make you want to go out and do something else. So I believe that schools mechanically and very specifically try and breed out any hint of creative thought in the kids that are coming up. So what's the alternative for the parent who would agree with you? Well, remember that the school isn't the only place that a child gets educated. If you realize that the schools are doing damage, and I believe this, I believe that schools do a lot of damage to kids, then you should do what you can at home to help give them something to counteract what's happening to them at school. You mean encourage creativity? Encourage them to read things other than what the school gives them. Encourage them to watch things on television other than cartoons, because I don't believe that television is all bad, and some things that are on are, are very useful. And give them some support. Let them feel that you as a parent uh, want them to be smart, not just to be successful, not just to be a, a nice little person, that you want them to develop their thinking apparatus. I think he's right in general, and I think he was certainly right about schools back then. Again, just going by the quality and the the sort of style that you see in that video, I think that was in the late 70s where he talked about that, unless the crew can find otherwise. But uh, definitely it was long enough ago that the military-industrial complex was actually interested in building up Americans that could follow orders and could be deployed around the world. It's not really the case anymore. See, that was the era of Vietnam where literally millions of young American men were sent overseas to uh, do the fighting. That's not really the case anymore. In fact, the army has decided that Americans aren't capable of serving in their own armed forces anymore, and we increasingly fill the ranks with uh, foreign recruits doing the work of American citizens in the armed forces. We're also not any longer in a world where – They want unthinking workers because they don't think they need workers anymore. How many times have we heard from the World Economic Forum that the biggest challenge of the future will be just finding stuff for people to do because work isn't necessary anymore. They'll replace us all with robots and then come up with either chemical compounds or video games to keep us alternatively entertained and sedated. So that we just pass away without too much fuss moving into the future. So it's almost like you know, Frank Zappa sees the educational system in the 1970s as being this conformity machine creating unthinking workers for the industrial and military class. Oh, let's see, the crew found that. Okay, 1981, yeah, so early 1980s is when that was made. So still shortly after the civilizational trauma of the vietnam war which we can get into as well so he was right back then but you got to wonder if you could take frank zappa from 1970s or early 80s transport him to the current education system which doesn't bother to teach kids anything actually (laughs) actually if you look at you know what the standards are now they're being eliminated and erased teachers are refusing to give grades now in the name of equity 
can't tell you how many videos I've seen of teachers going, in the name of equity, everybody in my class passes. Every single person gets an A. It's not about what you – and it's like which is, which is more damaging to children to have them adhere to a rigorous set of demands that they have to study and achieve certain goals or to tell them – that nothing is real, nothing matters, there is no truth, what's your truth? And just a complete all-in, nothing but so-called creativity, which is really just you know, narcissistic ex- exploration, basically. So let's go now to clip number six, because here is the, the video that went viral. I think this one's also from a few years ago. Klaus Schwab on education. Here's how the World Economic Forum, and again, these self-appointed, unelected, psychopath control freaks just openly announcing that they'll be in charge of your children's education from now on. But don't worry, they're starting in the third world because they're such philanthropists. Let's watch. We put emphasis on what I said before, public-private partnerships, which we accompany. So when we define... a a project like our global educational initiative. I I just describe it in a a second. We have under the leadership of Cisco and many other companies, practically all the big names, we we try to revolutionize the educational system of uh, Jordan, Egypt, um, and now Burundi, um, by working together with the local Uh, authorities, Um, we work also together with UNESCO, not only to equip the schools, but to put, uh, to retrain the teachers, to put the new curriculum into into place. So we work together with the, we accompany those companies. We we do not, that's a a difference to the Clinton Initiative, which mainly, um, um, and which is a good thing, which asks companies to pledge some money to make a commitment, and some to come back and to report. Uh, we are, with the initiative, oh, from the beginning uh, to the end. But so there's one other, one other difference. Uh, Why does he have to have such a cartoonishly evil accent? It really is just like insulting almost. <laughs> that not only is this guy this is a foreigner having, you know, access to these uh, massive corporations that are dictating to our education system what their priorities should be. But we've got to talk like this the entire time. It's like, really? That's got to happen. So again, they've taken the you know outrage about the school system being run for the sake of corporations. They just want drones, man, to make us work. And they flip that to, we've brought the biggest corporations in the world together to train children how to be trans and cut off their genitals. Which is worse? I don't like either. Be right back. I've taken a lot of supplements over the years, since high school, and they had great effects. And the science has gotten better and better and better over the years. And now with all the things we're bombarded with, and the water and the food and the feminizing factors, it is more important than ever to use the compounds God gave us to boost our natural male potential. But these products work great for women as well. Ladies and gentlemen, we have Pain MD. It's a number one national bestseller under another name. We got it discounted for 40% off at InfoWarsStore.com under the label InfoWars Platinum. We've also got HGH Max Boost. Read all about it. 
Be very safe with it. I take only a fraction of what they say at first and take it before you go to bed at night. Don't do it uh, during the day. 1776 testosterone boost. Totally incredible. Go read about them. Learn more about them at InfoWarsStore.com in the InfoWars Platinum section. And you get 40% off on these already best-selling products under the new name InfoWars Platinum. The eugenicists over 100 years ago were very public about their plans. They financed major universities. They ran full-page stories and advertisements pushing their propaganda in the New York Times, other major newspapers, that the family as we know it is a bad thing and must be ended. And the first step in that is getting women out of the household and teaching women that cooking dinner and taking care of your sons and daughters and husbands is a bad thing. And I was just sitting here tonight making dinner for my daughter, my four and a half year old daughter. My wife makes dinner a lot of times, but I like to make it as well. I love to make breakfast. And literally, it's the funnest thing on earth to make food for your family and be nurturative and then all sit down together and have the communal event. And that's what the system is attacking and bombarding, is our normal biological actions and coming together. They really are sick, evil, scientific cult of filth that want to domesticate us and turn us into lab rats. We cannot let this continue. Listening to the American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right, folks, welcome back. We're talking about education and the influence that the creepy old weirdos, the World Economic Forum, want to have over your children. And how that's changed. Over time. I don't think there's any, you know, uh, complaints nowadays that school is too rigorous. That they're, they're turning out homogenized, you know, little worker bees. They're not. They're not producing anything anymore. They're producing confused, frightened children incapable of taking care of themselves, let alone the country. And it's because the world has changed. We're not an industrial powerhouse anymore. We don't have any manufacturing. We don't have people who need to be trained to be okay with and to value working at a assembly line all day. No, we've, we've moved on. We've advanced. We've evolved into something horrifying and useless. But Frank Zappa did make a good point there. He said, they teach you to be ignorant with style. That hasn't changed, right? The style has changed. The ignorance hasn't. In fact, now it's sort of a – like when you think about transgenderism, right? If you believe that there's no such thing as men and women, like you're ignorant of one of the most basic biological realities of all of existence for all of time, <laughs> human beings, animals, everything, absolutely everything – Flowers, trees, just everything as a male and a female. So you're ignorant of that, but it is the style. It is the current style. It is the current trend. So teaching kids to be trendy, to be stylish in this strange way, but to be utterly and horrifically ignorant of the reality around them. So that's very accurate. It also, he also said that it doesn't teach you to judge between good and bad. Or good and evil. Which again, that's changed as well. It used to be a very 
open and explicit part of the agenda to indoctrinate. I know that's a that's a bad word, but it just means to introduce to the doctrine of, right? When CIA agents get put on a case, they say they're indoctrinated into that case. They're told what the what's going on in that case. So, you know, to indoctrinate something evil is evil, but when you indoctrinate love of country, when you indoctrinate respect for the rule of law, it's not exactly a bad thing. It can go too far, obviously, and I guess that's sort of the point of all of this is that we're vacillating from one extreme to the other, where before the education system was very explicitly designed by the Rockefellers and Carnegies who helped to bring it about in the first place to create little thoughtless worker bees that won't challenge the status quo, that won't have the capability of overthrowing their corporate or political masters because they're just incapable of doing it and that's what they needed at the time, just manpower or military power. That's not the case anymore. They don't need us anymore, and in fact, they're not shy about announcing this. So let's go now to that first video, Yuval Noah Harari, the one that says Klaus Schwab's sidekick. So here he is back when he had hair and no glasses, explaining that you know, as we change into this new paradigm, the old paradigm of the Industrial Revolution that brought about the education system that we're still stuck in. So we're still stuck in this legacy program of education that's being warped and manipulated and distorted as we move into the future. It's no longer fit for purpose, but it's changed its outcome to be one even more damaging than the uniformity demanded of the 1970s or 80s. So let's go to Yuval Noah Harari explaining why this is happening and coinciding it with Klaus Schwab's favorite topic, the fourth industrial revolution. Let's watch. In the industrial revolution of the 19th century, what humanity basically learned to produce was all kinds of stuff like textiles and shoes and weapons and and vehicles. And this was enough for very few countries that underwent the revolution fast enough to subjugate everybody else. What we're talking about now is like a second industrial revolution, but the product this time will not be textiles or machines or vehicles or even weapons. The product this time will be humans themselves. We are basically learning to produce bodies and minds. Bodies and minds are going to be, I think, the two main products of the next wave of all these uh, uh, changes. And if there is a gap between those that know to produce bodies and minds and those that do not, then this is far greater than anything we saw before in in history. And this time, if you're not part of the revolution fast enough, then you probably become, become extinct. Once you know how to produce bodies and brains and minds, so cheap labor in Africa or South Asia or wherever, it, it simply counts for nothing. Again, I think that the biggest question in, in maybe in economics and politics of the coming decades will be what to do with all these useless people. I don't think we have an economic model to, for that. My best guess, which is just a guess, is that uh, food will not be a problem. Uh, with that kind of technology, you will be able to produce food for, to feed everybody. The problem is more uh, boredom and how, what to do with them and how will they find some sense of meaning in life when they are basically uh, meaningless, worthless. 
My best guess at present is a combination of drugs and computer games. Again, we don't have to speculate. Just listen to what these people are saying. So you've got the World Economic Forum, Klaus Schwab, his spiritual advisor, Yuval Noah Harari. Klaus Schwab saying, look at all these great programs that we have. And again, he's pointing out things in cooperation with the Clinton Global Initiative that they're doing in third world countries. Yuval Noah Harari points out that once you have these foreign populations that will work and do the manual labor for cheaper and are just start off at a you know less sophisticated level than Americans so like you can take advantage of them and the Americans are useless at this point he said it I mean I don't have to put words in his mouth he said these people are useless now so they're preparing for that they're laying the groundwork for that they're setting the stage and as they say you know making we're making people of course part of that means actually physically altering people to be more malleable more suggestible maybe those things like they suggest removing parts of the brain can Lessen your faith in God. Like maybe they're talking about physically changing or chemically altering the makeup of human beings' minds. But they're also talking about using education to form human beings into something that doesn't seek some sort of higher purpose, doesn't have ambition to change the world and impose their views on anybody else, but to simply be, as he put it, a a useless person that can be sequestered away in some sort of digital gulag where they can play video games and be drugged into a stupor for the rest of their lives a la brave new world just seeking endless pointless temporary pleasure until you die and that's then you're gone and you haven't had time to build anything so nothing lasts beyond your death you're just you just go away and that's the end of that you were useless and now you're gone. And of course that's a threat from the World Economic Forum when they say, you know, you're either useless or, or you're either useful to our new system, this new industrial revolution that we're bringing about, or you die, you go away. That's the threat that they're suggesting to you. We still have a couple more videos here. We'll carry this into the next segment. Let's go to a newer video of Noval, uh, Yuval Noah Harari where he gets even more in-depth into this psychopathic again control freak paradigm that these people are not asking our permission to do but are simply doing because they've accrued power under themselves let's watch it was always very difficult to be in charge of your destiny what is unique now is that what people the big danger for people is no longer exploitation it's irrelevance I mean, in the previously in history, if you were on the wrong side of history, if you didn't understand what was happening and you, were, and you, you lost the competition, then you ended up as some kind of serf or manual laborer being exploited by the people who understand and have the power. Now, if you're left behind, you're facing something far worse, which is to be completely irrelevant. They won't even need you as a serf or as a slave. Yeah, which is a which is a, a worrying thing, and of course we, far ago, we were very concerned about how to how to find meaningful work and meaningful existence for for, for folk in the future. <laughs> you all know her. I was like, no, you misunderstood. Understood me. We don't want people to have meaningful work. We want to destroy people's ability to recognize meaningfulness, so they don't know whether what they're doing is meaningful or not. <laughs> it's actually more sophisticated and evil and scummy than people give it credit for. We're going to continue this on the other side, show you some examples of what the modern education system is like. But again, I think he lays it out there when he says, in the old days, you're worried about it being exploited. 
Now you're going to be worried about being irrelevant. See, Frank Zappa in the early 80s was explaining how the education system is making people easy to be exploited. And now Klaus Schwab is announcing that the education system will be used to make you okay with being irrelevant. I am extremely honored to be seen by the globalists as their number one enemy. I am blessed to know that our information is so hardcore that the enemies of humanity are obsessed with silencing us. They know the truth about their globalist operations is exposed. It's game over. And all over the planet, humanity is awakening and peacefully fighting back. And our main tool is free speech and the truth we promote using free speech. That's why when you share articles and videos from Band.Video or Infowars.com or Newswars.com, it changes the world. And that's why when you go to Infowarsstore.com and get amazing products that empower you and your body and your immune system and that of your family, you're also empowering the tip of the spear in the fight against the globalist. The fight starts at Infowars.com and the support of the fight starts at Infowarsstore.com. God bless and thank you all for your support. back folks you know you can take your kids out of education you can take your kids out of public school you can homeschool your kids you can take that burden onto yourself and maybe maybe if you do it right you can protect your kids from the influence of their peers and the you know wider society for the time being but you know it's not just about your kids your kids are going to have to grow up and be a part of a generation which they are an extreme outlier and part of the 0.1% or whatever the, I guess it's a higher population now, but they still have to grow up in a world run by and peopled and populated by the people who are subjected to this type of brainwashing. It's not something that you can just run away from. It's something that has to be taken on and, you know, somebody is going to be in charge of education. It can either be good people who actually care about children and want to teach them Ways that they can be successful, prosperous, happy, strong, live a good life, have meaning in it. Or it can be run by Klaus Schwab who wants to train your children to be okay with being a useless vassal of a robot. So somebody's got to do it and running away is really not an option when they have such complete influence when it comes to education. Let's go to clip 14 here just again to lay out you know, the people that are now announcing their intention of you know, thoroughly taking complete control of the education system. We'll talk about how this works. But let's just take a look first at what the World Economic Forum – there are vast array of plans they have for humanity. None of them good. Let's watch. Nobody will be safe if not everybody is vaccinated. Can you imagine that in 10 years when we are sitting here, brain we implants. have an implant in our uh, brains, and um, I can immediately feel, because you all will have implants. Just think of sensors planted into our brain. It doesn't change what you are doing. It changes you if you take a genetic editing. It's a fusion of the physical, the digital, and the biological world. That's really 
Again, these things that he's suggesting, nobody be, would be okay with subjecting themselves to. If you have a population who's been raised to value things like personal liberty and sovereignty and you know, humanity's ultimate destiny of rising up, not being continually lowered down. So if you can take control at a very early age and squash that you know, ember before it flames up, then you can have people in the palm of your hand. So everything they're doing would be utterly and completely rejected by people who had been educated in the old system. The new system has to soften that defense to allow the mind control to work. And of course, we, there's just infinite numbers of videos to go to, but let's go to this one. Clip number 13. Words like however and therefore are hate-filled white supremacist words. Let's watch. High school English and whoo, the white supremacy runs deep. What do I mean by that? Well, let's look at how we write essays. Start with an introduction that includes a thesis. Always cite your sources. Use transition words like however and therefore. These are all made up rules. They're arbitrary. They were created by Westerners in power. In linguistic justice, April Baker Bell calls this the language of respectability or the language of power. There is nothing more 2022 to me than a high school English and literature teacher saying that using a thesis and words like however and therefore are white supremacist when she is, in fact, white. Granted, college professors have said two plus two equals four is racist also, so I guess everything is just racist. Breathing is now racist, so just be aware of that in the American education system, I guess. You honestly cannot make this crap. You're watching The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch live right now at band.video. Welcome back, folks. Second hour has begun here on American Journal. There's so much other stuff to talk about. But I feel like so much of it intersects with this concept of the education system. And, like, you can really just go from there all over the place. You know, when we... The video that we showed in that last segment, the idea of proper syntax, grammar, vocabulary is considered white supremacy, just like you know, grades are considered white supremacy. So what, what's the purpose of this? What's the, what's the point of this? Like is this the end result? Is this the slippery slide down which Frank Zappa was traveling? Right, You start off rebelling against the conformity and robot-like insect hive mind of education, but what you end up with is just complete dislocation and bastardization, right? Deracination, just unhooking humanity from anything stable and permanent and recognizable and just thrusting them into the chaotic world of their own interpretation, their own subjective, wildly different interpretation from student to student. 
again, I think it, it, I think it's hard to exploit people who are firmly grounded in moral principles, who are intelligent and capable of higher cognitive function, who have the vocabulary to fully express what they're thinking. You know, that was the point of Newspeak in 1984. Good, ungood, what was it? Good, not ungood, double plus ungood, right? The idea wasn't to sim- just to simplify the language. It was to simplify the language for a purpose. The purpose was that eventually you would have a language that was incapable of expressing the you know requisite ideas to bring about a revolution. If you can't explain what freedom even is, how can you advocate for it? And there's already, you know, attempts to bring something like this about. Just search BBC Pigeon, P-I-G-D-I-N, right? This just bizarre language of just not English, just English, but for brain damaged people, I guess. And it just means that you're in again. If if all of our if we were obliged to only use one or two syllable words could we ever write the constitution could you ever express the higher values if you're forced to use simplistic language these things are complicated so by dislocating kids from the stream of education that has come down to us from centuries of slowly but surely building on the enlightenment building on you know, the renaissance, if you can interrupt that stream and just dislocate them from that and let them spiral helplessly into the void, you have a machine that's much easier not to be exploited but to be distracted, taken advantage of. That's one of the things that we try to do here is give people the information they need to act on their impulses in a lot of ways, right? A lot of people just know that things are weird they know things are wrong but it's hard just to do things like avoid taking the vaccine if your entire reason for not taking it is just like yeah it just it's just doesn't sit right with me some people can do that some people have the the backbone just to go yeah it doesn't sit right with me so i'm not doing it no matter what you say but it's hard for that just innate discomfort to overcome continual constant propagandizing in the opposite direction from absolutely everybody from your friends from your family from the tv from the authorities from your doctor it's just like you got to have the information to back up your position so you can be strong in your resolve if they can deprive you of that information and then demonize your basic instincts then they can make of you what they will and what they want of you is a Suicidal person. They would rather you not fight to make things better but resign yourself to the weakness that they would project on you and succumb to their anti-human agenda without complaint. Words like however and therefore hate-filled white supremacist words. I just, I, you know, we're just off, we're, we're off the mark a bit. And again, again, the way this, this goes can really be illustrated by the Loudoun County affair that we've covered so extensively here and that continues to, you know, have updates. What happened there? You had 
a teacher who was trying to teach a lesson on slavery. They had an interactive lesson for the kids to try to show kids what it would maybe be like to be a runaway slave. May have been a little insensitive, but I don't think you can, you know, know, basically they had kids acting as the slaves and other kids acting as the slave hunters. You know, again, I don't know if it did the thing that the teacher wanted to do, but I also don't think the teacher designed that lesson with the, with any like racist connotations. I think they were legitimately trying to come up with an activity that would be remembered that kids would you know, look back on and it wouldn't just be another lesson, another day, another lecture that just goes in one ear and out the other, but something that, you know, actually sticks with them a little bit, trying to impart to them some of the reality of, you know, the words they read in history books. Yeah, maybe it wasn't the most sophisticated type of lesson, but it certainly wasn't something should have caused outrage, but it did cause outrage. It caused outrage because it brought the attention of the NAACP and the ACLU and the SPLC and the ADL, and they all jumped on this opportunity, right? You had a couple parents who were kind of insulted, kind of mad that this teacher would uh, be so insensitive as to play a game surrounding slavery. Again, I think her intentions were, were good or his intentions were good, but the outrage was there. And so it's taken advantage of by these very extremely powerful, extremely well-funded, extremely widespread nationwide groups that came into this school district, and because of this one little event from one little teacher, they said, we demand that you give us a committee, an equity committee, so we can simply do research. We can simply investigate whether there's any any issues. Of course, these people's existence depends on there being issues, so of course they find a whole litany of issues, and they don't offer suggestions. They don't you know, make uh, – you know, they don't just like – offer something up that then's voted on. They make demands. They say, we're, now that you've given us a committee, this committee is now permanent. It's the equity committee, and we are now going to have unquestioned authority to change everything about your school district. And if teachers so much as disagree with us in their private lives, literally in Loudoun County, they said if, you, if a teacher goes on their private social media off hours and says, I disagree with what the Loudoun County equity committee is doing, they would be fired. And a teacher did get fired. It was later reversed, but that actually happened. So you've got national groups who exploit a situation to inject themselves into the school district to demand ultimate authority, unquestionable authority. Then they make outrageous changes like putting into place libraries, specific highlighted libraries in elementary school classrooms full of the books that they choose, which are pornographic in nature, racialized, racist, critical race theory, just all that crap gets injected by fiat, by demand, by these multinational ideologically driven organizations into your elementary school. And when the parents noticed this and said, what the hell is this? Why are these, why are these, first of all, why are these books even in an elementary school? But especially why are they being highlighted and, you know, pushed to the kids? Then what happened? You had the media and all of these multinational NGO groups demonize and castigate and actually call terrorists these pe- these teachers or uh, parents rather who simply didn't want to be subject to this program that they were running they were told they were book burners they wanted censorship because they weren't asked and weren't okay with being imposed upon in this way by these non-governmental organizations and then of course it 
you know, ends up with multiple girls being raped because they're trying to pass a transgender rule and they're afraid that the optics of girls getting raped is going to stop them from passing their ridiculous laws that allows the girls to be raped. So they had to cover that up. Total criminality across the board, all orchestrated by these very same groups that are embedding themselves deeper in our education. Why does the establishment spend so much time demonizing InfoWars, attacking myself and the crew and our other host? Because they know we're pro-human. They know we're telling the truth. They know we've got their number. They know everything we do is about empowering humanity. And God gave us through Mother Nature incredible compounds that will supercharge our body's stamina, libido, energy, and immune systems. And we came out many years ago with Real Red Pill Plus that has all the documented compounds like preglinone and so much more to supercharge your body and to give your body the key elements and the key ingredients it needs to function at a proper level. This is the answer to the New World Order's tyranny. This is Real Red Pill Plus, sold out for two years, 50% off at InfoWarsStore.com. Get the Red Pill Plus exclusively, InfoWarsStore.com. I have been in a 28-year marathon battle with a globalist. I have come from nowhere to the very heights of politics, not just in America, but in the world. We are engaging the globalists at point blank range in the information war. But I don't deserve the credit. Yes, I've persevered, but the listeners and viewers who support InfoWars are the real reason we've had the success. We're having now the greatest victories in the fight against the New World Order we've ever had. We are now entering the final mile of the marathon. And that's why today it's more important than ever to realize how important you've been in this fight and to continue in the efforts you've been carrying out and to intensify them. God bless you all. I salute you. I thank you. And I beg you to intensify what you're doing now because we are over the target and history is happening. The fight is my fight. It's your fight. It's our fight. God bless you all. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. How you get so much favor on your side? Accept the measure, Lord and Savior, I replied. That's your love, that neighbor, not divide. I'm a ride. That's on God. All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is American Journal. We're going to go ahead and open up the phone lines right now. Give us a call. The number to dial is one 789 2539 That's one 789 2539 Give us a call. I had a good time hosting the War Room yesterday and taking calls from that audience about there, what they thought uh, the, the biggest story of the year was. They had some really good suggestions. It was Actually, I had a bunch of great calls yesterday. So I don't, I don't know if we want to do – if we uh, – I think we have all of, I think we've named all of the stories at this point. I think we have all of them from this year. If you want to call in with your top story of 2022, uh, we welcome that. Or maybe what you think our goals and plans should be for 2023 as we enter the new year. What should we be focusing on? I mean, there's so many different things. Again, I've spent the first hour on this talking about education. Perhaps that should be a primary focus. But what what – what do people think the biggest goals for 2023 should be for we here in the liberty movement, the info war conflict? 
Yeah, there's still still a lot of stuff to talk about today. So one eight seven 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 eight nine two five three nine. I think I want to go to some videos here, and we'll talk about what's happening in the Ukraine. Ukraine war continues to rage unabated. There has actually been a interview with Vladimir Putin. I want to read from some of his responses. It's always so confusing because the media is just so hopelessly dishonest continually. It is actually impossible to get a grip on what exactly is going on in Ukraine right now. Perhaps by design, perhaps just as a result of basic misinformation, but just yesterday I saw competing headlines. Some saying Ukraine is losing battalion upon battalion in their advance into Russia. Then you've got the Daily Mail article. Putin's troops are cut down and continued World War I-style fighting for the town of Bakhmut. So you read one headline, it's Ukraine struggling. You read another headline, and Russia's on the back foot. What the truth is, I think it's almost anybody's guess. We'll talk a little bit about what Vladimir Putin has said in his uh, recent interview, because unlike President Biden, he actually gives substantial statements in response to questions that are given to him. We'll go to some of those. But first, let's take a look at what the real purpose of the Ukraine war is in the first place. As we know, this war is not particularly a new development. It's just the latest escalation in a conflict that's been going on for decades. Where you even want to start the timeline is a matter of subjective you know, priority. But you could at least, at the very least, start it in 2014 with the full-scale assault of the Donbass region and the separatists there who desired to be a part of Russia but were forcibly kept in Ukraine by a campaign of bombing against them. But leave it to flamboyant idiot Lindsey Graham to just come out and tell everybody what the real purpose of all of this is. Just constantly hear about we need to protect Ukraine. We need to stand with Ukraine. We have to make sure Ukraine is in charge of its own destiny. That's not what it's about. You can just ignore all of that. We are all perfectly aware on this side of the spectrum that you can you can take the the claims of defending Ukraine against this unwarranted aggression with the same seriousness that you can take claims of weapons of mass destruction in Iraq during the Bush years. It's just what they need to say to get the American people to let them do what they were going to do anyway, which has nothing to do with protecting Ukraine. It's a very long, slow proxy war for the ultimate goal of regime change in Russia. That's what it's about. That's what America is engaged in. That's what we're always engaged in, whether it's Saddam Hussein or Muammar Gaddafi or Bashir al-Assad or Vladimir Putin. This is the new world order. This is the new global government system when the whole world is under one monopolistic control pyramid. Then there, there would simply be just endless war against any leader that refuses to capitulate. 
So let's go now to clip number seven. Here's Lindsey Graham just coming out and saying what the real purpose of our involvement in the war in Ukraine really is, what their goal is, what the ultimate conflict that they're willing to push to the ends of the earth. I mean, nuclear exchange, it's a small price to pay for their ridiculous goals. Here, here's Lindsey Graham just, just saying it. Somebody's going to win and somebody's going to lose. How does this war end? When Russia breaks and they take Putin out, anything short of that, the war is going to continue. To ask the Ukrainians to give Russia part of their country after all this death and destruction is not going to happen. To signal a ceasefire, Russia will take the opportunity to rearm and come at them again. So we're in it to win it. And the only way you're going to win it is to break the Russian military and have somebody in Russia take Putin out to give the Russian people a new lease on life. So that's the point. That's the purpose. That's why we're in Ukraine. That's why we started the conflict with Ukraine by imposing a puppet, placing a puppet on the in the Ukrainian uh, Oval Office, whatever their equivalent is. That's why Victoria Newland and with cooperation, State Department, George Soros brought about the fabricated, manufactured Maidan revolution in 2014. That's why they performed a coup against the actually elected pro-Russia government in Ukraine and placed our own puppet on the seat of power. That's what it's all been about. You really can't blame Putin for doing what he's doing. I mean, when you have people like Lindsey Graham, powerful politicians in the United States saying very openly, right there in no uncertain terms, that the war will not end until Putin is essentially killed, is what he said. Like, that's, that's what they mean. They're not going to offer peace. Ukraine is a, is a puppet of America. Ukraine is on the American leash. They rely entirely on American largesse, the money stolen from Americans and laundered to them. That's where they get their power. That's how they remain in charge. If they don't do what the Americans say, the Americans will find somebody else who will. That's how it works. They are a satrapy. They are a vassal state of us. So they're working on our behalf. They will never go to the negotiating table. They will never agree to any peace settlement whatsoever. It has nothing to do with territorial integrity. It has to do with exactly what Lindsey Graham just said. The American military, the American political class, the American media will continue to prosecute this ridiculous, destructive war until it cripples Russia and we can throw out Vladimir Putin and put somebody of our choice in place. I don't have to speculate. Lindsey Graham himself just said it. And he, of course, just another voice, just another mouthpiece for the deep state that actually runs things. They're telling you what their plan is. I want you to remember two words, InfoWars Platinum. In the history of InfoWars supplements, and they're amazing, this is hands down the most powerful, game-changing products we've ever offered to the public. Now, all three of these are private labels of three national bestsellers put out by a pharmaceutical company that also makes high-end supplements. And the owner's a listener and a supporter. So they're giving them to us at 40% off what they're sold on stores, over 20% off what they're sold online under the InfoWars Platinum brand name. These are incredible. Pain MD, HGH Max Boost, 
and of course 1776 testosterone boost read about them at infowarstore.com learn about them and then try them out for yourself and i know you will be a repeat customer which is awesome it'll empower your life make your life more amazing and it will keep us on the air a 360 win infowars platinum now available at infowarstore.com infowars.com is tomorrow's news today You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. All right, welcome back, folks. We'll go out to your phone calls here shortly. I want to talk a little bit about the Ukraine war right now. Let's start with clip number three here. This is Claire Daly, a member of European Parliament. One minute and 15 seconds telling the truth about the Ukraine war. Let's watch. Ukraine are not free their loans, which Ukraine will default on, and they come with neoliberal strings attached. If you listen to The Economist, Ukraine is marked for a nightmare round of shock therapy, a sell-off of public land, deregulation of labour, sale of public assets, on it goes. The country's future is being sold to finance a proxy war that's tearing it apart. And of course the loans have preconditions that Ukraine must uphold democracy and rule of law, but since the tap was turned on, Zelensky has banned most opposition parties, shuttered the media, attacked trade unions and workers' rights. But the billions keep flowing. This is a country, our court of auditors have said, was a country accused of grand corruption. And on it goes while the EU policy seems designed to prevent peace and keep the war going at all costs as long as ordinary people pay. So between Russian tanks and European banks, there will be little left of Ukraine when this is over. Don't forget, war is a racket and there's going to be hell to pay for this one. Pretty incredible stuff. Again, from MEP uh, Claire Daly. You know, there's lots of reasons why the Ukraine war is very convenient for people. Again, as we look back at this last year, already in January, the Biden administration was blaming COVID for the supply chain collapse and Come February, that changed the route, and it was, it was Putin's price hike. It was Putin's inflation. It was all those sanctions that Putin made us put on him. So it was a convenient red herring, a convenient excuse or something to blame for the ineptitude or you know, purposeful manufactured collapse of the people in power. So you know, a lot of times we want to look for just one – one cause or one outcome or one reason why things are happening around the world. There's lots of reasons why the Ukraine war is very convenient for the people in power. In fact, I had a video about this yesterday. If we can pull it in, it's the, uh, the phone call, the Biden call about Ukraine from way back before Trump was even impeached over the Ukraine issue. And of course, the impeachment itself was a defensive maneuver to prevent Trump from looking too deeply in to what was going on in Ukraine, seeing as the establishment, the government here in America, from everywhere from John Kerry to Nancy Pelosi to Joe Biden, all have children with lucrative contracts with Ukrainian companies. 
all very convenient. They were desperate to not have President Trump look into that. If we can find that video, guys, let me uh, let me know if you. Uh, it's something about a Biden call. I, I, I can call it here. I can find it here in just a second. But I do want to I want to read this speech from Vladimir Putin or this questioning from Vladimir Putin. And there's a lot of it. But I almost feel like I have to read you know, huge chunks of it to get the full context. And again, just to remind ourselves what it's like when you have a country actually run by the person at the top spot rather than the top spot being occupied by a zombified puppet of the neoliberal communists that actually run things behind the scenes. Of course, I don't, I don't even know the last time Joe Biden actually took questions from the press. I don't remember it. It had to have been earlier than this year. He doesn't do this type of stuff anymore. But Vladimir Putin does, and he gives pretty thorough and well-reasoned responses to the questions that were asked him. One person asked in the wake of the state council, if you will, how would you personally assess the results of the implementation of youth policy this year, considering the dignified way Russian youth have conducted themselves since February 24th? Vladimir Putin responds, you know, we always talk about this. Well, not us. But look at our classical literature. It's always about fathers and children. It's always about a question of young people in any period of the country's development. And indeed, I think the same thing's happening all over the world. Young people are constantly being accused of being superficial, unworthy of something, that everything was better before. It says, on the contrary, I believe the young people are always better. Remember the hardest trials at all times in our history. Everyone said, no, that was then. Now they could not do it. But what can they not do? Young people can do everything. And, you know, I take this with the grain of salt, right? How often have you heard people like, Joe Biden celebrating youth, being like, we need to have the voting age down to 16 because it's the youth that will lead us into the future. A little bit different, though, right? What Vladimir Putin is saying is that, you know, it's not a foregone conclusion that kids are going to be just like rebellious and destructive to the society that they're born into. They can actually be huge benefits to the societies that they're born into when they're raised to love their family, to love their country, and to, to do what's right. So, again, you wonder why they want to perform regime change, why they're willing to spend $100 billion and risk nuclear annihilation just to get this guy out of office. And, you know, the first response, he cites uh, children and the importance of fathers in homes. And I, I think you may have a good idea of the vast difference in ideology between Vladimir Putin and everybody that runs our country. Another person asked him, Mr. President, I would like to ask you about the agreement on supplying Patriot missile battery to Ukraine reached during Mr. Zelensky's visit to the United States. Is it possible to speak about full U.S. involvement in the conflict in Ukraine? What about the consequences of this decision? For instance, can Russia bring its system closer to the borders of NATO countries or deploy them in direct proximity to the U.S.? Again, brinksmanship. War, brinksmanship. And this is what it comes to, right? Again, Russia didn't start this, to be honest with you. Russia didn't start putting missile batteries on the border of America as something that we are responding to. See, we do something like send Patriot missiles into Ukraine that have the capability of attacking deep inside Russia. What do you expect Russia to do? Expect them to not respond? Of course they're going to respond. People in power right now are making these changes to the war they're making these 
escalations to the battle, putting all of us at risk, forcing the Russians' hands because their goal, as laid out by Lindsey Graham, has nothing to do with peace. They are dedicated to prosecuting this war until they can destroy the Russian government and personally oust Putin from power. Really what they would love would be if he's dragged through the street and sodomized by a bayonet like Muammar Gaddafi. Then Hillary Clinton could cacklingly laugh, saying, we came, we saw, he died. Anybody that opposes them will meet that fate one way or another. It's just your life, your treasure, your country that they are using as the vessel to bring this about for their own greedy reasons. But in response to this, Vladimir Putin says, you've asked about you've asked whether it's possible to speak about greater U.S. involvement in the conflict in Ukraine. I think we need to look at the problem more broadly. What do I mean specifically and why? Because the United States has been doing this for a long time, it's long been involved in the process of taking place in Soviet and post-Soviet space. We'll save this for the other side because, folks, it's been uh, over half the show, and I've yet to even suggest, let alone appropriately beg you to go to InfoWarsStore.com, which is just just silly of me because without your support, we would not be on air. So please do go to InfoWarsStore.com to support us. We make it so easy for you to do it. Our products are incredible. We don't tell people to plug in when they call in, but people can't help themselves. Everybody who uses these products – it's a compulsion to spread the word about these projects, uh, these these products, because people buy the supplements, they try them out, whether it's just to support us because they think there's something in the product that you know could help them. Uh, they try the product, they realize what a vast difference it makes in their own life, and they want other people to experience that as well. You too can experience the difference that Infowars products can make in your life by going to InfowarsStore.com. You're getting 50% off the Real Red Pill Plus. It's been sold out for two years for good reason. It's a great product, and it will sell out again. So go now to InfowarsStore.com. Get Real Red Pill Plus for 50% off. Our world is so full of hype. We are force-fed, dehumanizing propaganda by the corporate media, by the controlled churches and the universities. Why is this the case? Because we innately, by God, have been given the keys to our own minds, our own psyches, our own souls. And by connecting to God, we can empower ourselves and transcend the, quote, fallen or sinful state. So the chemicals that we ingest and, and all the things that we try to bring into our bodies to, to, to change who we are are only lowering us. They're only making us more depressed. In the end, they're only making us less fulfilled. It is only by going within and really making that connection to God that we can truly empower ourselves. That's why the globalists bombard us with toxins and chemicals to block us getting the normal vitamins and minerals and trace elements our bodies need to be healthy and to be able to basically reach out beyond the third dimension. And that's where the incredible products come in at InfoWarsStore.com. Ladies and gentlemen, we are now launching the most powerful supplements in the history of InfoWars under a new brand name, InfoWars Platinum. Now, all three of these revolutionary products you see in front of you are already number one bestsellers in the market for the last few years because they work so well. We've gone right to the manufacturer who are listeners, the owners of Fan, and they've given us this huge deal off of retail, 40% off what these products are found for under other names. And, and, and not just under one name, they sell these under three or four other brands that other major distributors and suppliers have put out. 
The difference is we have it for 40% off what it is in stores. We're talking about Pain MD. We're talking about HGH Max Boost. We're talking about 1776 testosterone boost. These things are incredible. I would suggest you take half a dose or less when you first do and consult your healthcare provider because they're so powerful. Get them at InfoWarsStore.com. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. One New Year's resolution for uh, us here at American Journal is to make more skits. I want to make more skits. Here's a skit idea. Write this down in the big book. I just want to do a skit. Let's find a little kid actor. A little kid asking why. I feel like you can get to the bottom of basically any conspiracy just by asking why enough, right? What are you doing, Dad? I'm hanging this Ukraine flag. Why? Well, because I support Ukraine. Why? Well, because Russia's invading them. Why? Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, geez. Okay, well, but, uh, <laughs> well because uh, there are people in Ukraine that want to be a part of Russia. Why? Well, because the Russian – or because the Ukraine – government has been abusing them and passing laws to prevent them from exercising their their or celebrating their cultural heritage why well because the people that run ukraine aren't ukrainian nationals they've actually put into place by america why well geez well because you know you just ask why enough and you tend to get to the bottom of things pretty quick it's pretty amazing the similarities between Ukraine and the Vietnam War. I was just doing a bunch of research in the Vietnam War. And there's stuff that I I knew I knew it at one point, but you just forget how blatant the American provocation of Vietnam was. For example, did you know that Ho Chi Minh, the communist leader, started the Vietnam War, the Ho Chi Minh Trail, right? Their their leader that, that we were at war against and lost tens of thousands of American young men fighting was uh, brought to prominence by the OSS, the precursor to the CIA. Do you know that uh, we were the ones that went in and picked Ho Chi Minh to lead the country? And actually when Ho Chi Minh declared independence of Vietnam, by quoting Thomas Jefferson, he was standing on a stage next to an OSS officer who was there as his handler. Just every time, just every time you look at a war, you trace back the cause to early enough and it's the deep state, it's the spy organizations meddling in some foreign conflict, picking somebody to lead a country, and then inevitably having to go to war with that very person decades later and cost tens of thousands of lives, all as a consequence of our pointless meddling in the first place. Just yet another world conflict. As a consequence of America uh, placing its chosen leadership at the head of a foreign nation. Pretty typical. Let's get back to some of these responses from Vladimir Putin, then we'll go out to your phone calls. Again, Vladimir Putin has asked about America sending Patriot missiles to Ukraine in this escalation, what the response will be, whether this will force Russia's hand or whether Russia will respond by equal and opposite action. Vladimir Putin says 
You asked if it's possible to speak about greater U.S. involvement in the conflict in Ukraine. I think we need to look at the problem more broadly. What do I mean specifically and why? Because the United States has been doing this for a long time, it has long been involved in the process taking place in Soviet and post-Soviet space. Back in Soviet times, whole institutions worked in Ukraine, and they fully realized the background of the issue. They have experienced deep specialists who know this professionally. I will repeat, the ground was laid during Soviet times. People were selected, meanings were defined, and so on. I don't want to get into details at this point. It's not the right format to go into a deep history of the issue. That said, it's all very clear where this came from. The unity of the Russian world is a very subtle issue. Divide and rule. That slogan was used in ancient times and is still being actively used in real politics. This is why our potential adversary, our opponents, have always been dreaming about this and have always been engaged in this. They've been trying to divide us and then run the separate parts. What is new here? The idea of Ukrainian separatism was born by itself a long time ago when we were still one country. You know, I've always said that if someone decides that a separate ethnic group has formed and wants to live independently, for God's sake, it's impossible to ever go against the will of the people. But if this is so, this principle must be universal and it is impossible to ever go against the will of the people that feel like they're in a different reality, that consider themselves a part of the Russian people in the Russian world, that believe they are part of this culture, part of this language, part of this history and these traditions. Nobody can fight them either. But a war was unleashed on them in 2014. I mean a war. This is what it was about. What was it when the centers of million-strong cities were struck from the air? What was it when troops with armor were deployed against them? It was a war, combat operations. We endured all of this, endured and endured, in the hope of some peace agreement. Now it turns out that we are simply fooled. So a country like the United States has been involved in this for a long time, a very long time. And in this sense, it's it's possible to say that by leading us to the current events, they achieved the desired goal. For our part, we also had no other choice than the actions we took late last February. Yes, that was the logic shaping the developments, but our primary goal is to protect people that, let me repeat, feel like they're part of our nation, part of our culture. What did we believe at one time? We believed that, okay, the USSR ceased to exist. But as I said at yesterday's Defense Ministry board meeting, we thought our common historical roots, our, our cultural and spiritual background would be stronger than what pulls us apart as such forces have always existed. We assumed that what unites us was stronger, but no, it was not so. Due to the assistance of outside forces and the fact that the people with extreme nationalist views came into power basically after the collapse of the Union. And this division was growing worse all the time with the help of these forces. And despite the, all, our, all our efforts, as I once said, at first we were pulled apart, separated, and then set against each other. In this sense, they have achieved results, of course, And in this sense, it has been something of a fiasco for us. We were left with nothing else. Maybe we we were deliberately brought to this, to this brink, but we had nowhere to retreat. That is the problem. They were always fully involved. They did their best. I do not remember now, but you can read it up, read up on it in history books. One of the deputies of Tsarist State Duma said, if you want to lose Ukraine, add Galatia to it. And this is what happened in the end. He turned out to be a visionary. Why? Because people from that part behave very aggressively and actually suppress the silent majority in the rest of the territory. But again, we believe that the underlying foundations of our unity would be stronger than the trends that are tearing us apart. But it turned out this was not the case. They began to suppress Russian culture and Russian language, tried to break our spiritual unity in totally barbaric ways, and they pretended that no one noticed. Why? Because, as I said, their strategy was to divide and rule. And he talks again about the unification of the Russian people being the ultimate goal. And I I think he makes a fair point there. He says, you know, if somebody's ethnic group that wants to rule over themselves – It's really not smart to try to go against that or try to rule over those people. You should let them have their freedom. You should let them make their own government that fits their people. 
But that's also – you also have to have that universally. Also, if it's Russians, you say we're a part of the Russian people and we want to be a part of the Russian state, then you should respect that as well. Instead of respecting that, the Ukrainians went to war with the Russian separatists. As for the Patriot, he says, it's a pretty old system. I would say it doesn't work like our S-300. Nevertheless, those who oppose us assume that these systems are defensive weapons. All right. We will just keep that in mind, and there's always an antidote. So those that are doing this are doing it in vain. It just prolongs the conflict, and that's that. We'll return to that in just a little bit, but let's go out to the uh, phone calls now because we're going to talk a little bit more about the source and beginning of the Ukraine war and the reasons that we continue to escalate that situation in the way that Russia is likely to respond. But for now, let's go to Tim in California who wants to talk about crimes against children. Thanks for calling in. Tim, you're on the air. Well, you know, uh, I'm very sorry to hear about the passing of Chris. And of course, the timing is awful. And we support the InfoWars, you know, but for those who can, let's all try to make it to that GoFundMe page and do what we can, okay? Yeah, go to Go, GoFundMe.com and search Christopher Andrews Memorial. Christopher Andrews Memorial. Can't say Chris because that'll bring up a different page. Um, and yeah, thank, and, and I know a lot of you did donate, so thank you so much for that. I know um, we all really, really appreciate that. And uh, as far as you've been asking for the story of the year, I've been trying to call in, but just, you know, but you hit on it today very well, and that's really what it is, is. The, the crimes against the children are out in the open now. Mm. And we're coming for your children, you know. It's just and then the CRT and the fifty-seven now ninety-something styles of sexuality and and openly in the schools. And if you dare to show up as a parent, well, <laughs> who are you? You're just the parent. What what say should you have in any of this? And we're going to have you know the the highest man in the country, the attorney general declare that the FBI has to go after these parents and so forth. And, and, and then you got, if you want to go on the Disney cruise, the happiest place on earth, and you're only five years old, well, you have to go to the doctor and take this shot. You're going to have to take this shot to go on the cruise, sweetheart. And, 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 and oh, the uh, New England Journal of Medicine on November 9th said, hey, they believe we should keep on masking, not because of the COVID, but because, well, it's going to take care of the inequities in education and so forth. And it's just, yeah. you know. no, this year was the year they took the mask off, wasn't it? Tim? I mean, they and mm-hmm. no, no pun intended there. But I mean, they even up until 2021, when you had I think that was when you had the, the, the gay choir singing, you know, we're coming for your children and that sort of stuff. Like even that wasn't as outrageous as what happened this year, where they just went full bore. Look, we're coming after your children. We're sexualizing them. And if you stand up against us, uh, we will destroy you. I mean, they really. They really just went went all in this year, didn't they, Tim? Well, and 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 it's just all the confusion, so many things, and it's and it's not just school. You think about how we've allowed this border to be just porous. You got one hundred seven thousand people died in one year. Yeah, yeah, from, from fentanyl from drugs. Yeah, fentanyl. Yeah. I think maybe one of the other big uh, underreported stories: hundred thousand death. I mean, can you imagine? Look, it's not hype when you've delivered. And InfoWars has been the tip of spear against tyranny. And when it comes to the products we sell to fund our operation, they're just like our news and information. They are powerful and they change the world. The Real Red Pill Plus is one of our top sellers, but for over two years, it's been sold out because of supply chain breakdowns. It's finally back in stock for 50% off at InfoWarsTore.com. 
Now, the limited time we have, I can't get into all the ingredients that are in it, but this sucker is amazing. Look for yourself at how loaded each bottle is, ladies and gentlemen. Every one of these will supercharge your day and everything you do. Just look into the preglanone that we've got that's in this product. Get your Real Red Pill Plus, a proprietary product nobody else has, exclusively back in stock for 50% off at InfoWarsStore.com. This is as close as the Matrix Red Pill as you're going to get. Red Pill Plus, 50% off, InfoWarsStore.com.